Welcome to Peaches and Cream, where we talk about stuff. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Terrence. We are on episode eight now, so I'm sure about that as well. We looked it up. Episode eight. And we have a little bit of announcement for you regarding the t-shirts. Yeah, the t-shirts are on, not shipped yet, but they're they're being designed. They're in the process of being designed. By our design team. By our design team. We had to hire them out. We had to go, well... They were the design team was backed up because yeah. they uh, they're a special s- design studio and they have all these orders coming in and so it's gonna take them it's gonna take them a, uh, a little bit to design the t-shirt but they're on their way so hit us up with your t-shirt size and if you want a t-shirt and uh, we'll we'll make it work so let us know you can tweet at us you can email us you can text one of us um, yeah so yeah that's t-shirts we'll, we'll we'll get those designs. Uh, printed as soon as our design team, the highest level design team, finishes them. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Today we have a special guest. Um, we have, you know, top of the line man here. I'm sure you've heard of him. His name is Cody, and he will be introducing himself now. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Cody. No one's heard of me. I'm sure that <laughs> everyone's listening. That's that they've heard. Yeah. Of so you. my name's Cody. I uh, I went to college with Terrence, and um, I moved up to Indy here. Just like four four years ago now, and um, um, lived in Evansville my whole life, and um, Evansville, Indiana. There's Evansville, Evansville, Indiana. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, went to school there, and then moved up here to Indy, uh, working in a bank up in Fishers. Um, it's like an online bank, right? It's all online. Oh um, my gosh, I have heard about this. We can't get robbed. Like we can't. Yeah. What? I mean, don't say it's that, like, Cody. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, maybe you can. You got some pretty high tech people over here, Cody. We um, sounds like so a yeah, challenge. We were actually the first one in the state to be like all online, and um, we have like some cash in the building, but like obviously everything's like virtual now. Like you, who like goes into a bank now? So like I, I that's like my selling point. No, I've I've heard I've heard about this. You've piqued his interests. Um, it's, <laughs> is, it's the largest online bank in the country, right? Nah, well, maybe. Maybe in the country. Definitely in the state, mm-hmm. but I don't know about the country. Okay. There's got to be some other ones out there, but yeah. Yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely heard about, about this company. That's really cool. That's, yep. that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's Cameron's forte. He loves, he loves money. Um, and, and interest rates and things yeah. like that. <laughs> and, he yeah, loves banking. that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we'll get back to that. I'm sure we're going to come around to it. Cameron's definitely not going to forget it. As a matter of fact, Cameron might be distracted for the rest of the episode until we get back to that topic. But, you know, for the little warm up for the audience to get to know you a little bit yep. better, uh, our huge audience, our core fans, for all you listen, um, we're going to ask you a series of questions, but we're going to cool. start with a little tradition that we have here on Peaches and Cream talking about celebrity birthdays, all the celebrities that are listening, we're going to wish you some happy birthdays. All right. Um, so, have you heard of Wanda Sykes? I do, I have heard I of have. Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes is a famous black female comedian. I love her as a black person. Yeah. Black people love her. I mean, everyone loves Wanda Sykes. If you've seen her, you love her. Wanda Sykes, happy birthday. What what movie is she in? Because I'm trying to I'm trying to like get a distinct image. I don't know what I've seen a lot of her stand up. She I don't has know. a very distinct voice. I she has that. a very yeah. distinct very, voice. Very distinct. If you yeah. hear her, you you'll be like, oh, yeah. that's Wanda Sykes. Absolutely. The next one, Laura Preppen. She's Donna from That 70s Show. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fun fact about Donna from That 70s Show. Um, I had a professor my freshman year of college. Actually, my first professor in 
university. He was an English yeah. professor. He dated Donna. Wow. Yeah, they, they went to theater school together. And then he spent the rest of his life telling his students. <laughs> that he exactly. Dated her. He's like, I didn't peak in, in middle school. What middle school? No, nah, I don't want to talk bad about him because he was like the coolest guy ever. Yeah. He uh he actually for the first like six weeks of classes, this is his first class as well, teaching in university, and my first class as a student. And he spoke the most proper English I'd ever heard. And then one day he said, Coffee. And we were all like uh what and he's like oh and then he started like just expletive 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 in a new york accent and he's like i have a new and he like for the rest of the class <laughs> spoke with a new york accent and he had been like working to get rid of it in theater school but he like just after he like f after we found out he just spoke in a new york accent for the rest of the semester and that's the hardest thing to do is learn it was insane from. that's tough to do like seriously i've tried doing like french accents and crap like that but it's like it's impossible yeah like it, it's very difficult to, like, learn accents. And he had us fooled for, like, six weeks. Wow. Yeah, but eventually... He, oh, so he, he was using the class to practice his... He, yeah, he didn't want us to know. His Midwestern accents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was, he was trying to do a neutral accent. He, was, he didn't want us to know, and then he said coffee, like, first thing in class, and then he just started, like, cursing. And he was like, God! And then he just was New York for the rest of the semester. Huh. He was, he was the best. All right, next celebrity birthday we got. Uh, that was Laura Preppin, Donna's from that 70s show. Uh, we have Brian Cranston. Oh, everybody loves Brian. Brian He's Cranston? The um, Is he from Office? Breaking Bad. Oh, wait, I'm, oh. Thinking about, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about someone else. No, not Steve Carell. <laughs> yeah, no. No, we're thinking Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad and right. Malcolm in the Middle. No? Oh, no, no, I know who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I was. I will... Once you said Malcolm in the Middle, I knew. But I was thinking, is he Jesse or Walt? Yeah. Well, Walt, man, yeah. I thought I put I didn't even put in in parentheses any of the things he was in because I was like, they all know who Brian Cranston is, but I guess not. That guy's one of my all time favorite actors. That is, He's, and you don't shows. even know his name. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> have to know his name. I know his screen names. What's his name in Malcolm in the Middle? Hal. There you go, you're a pro. All right, speaking of The Office, we have Jenna Fisher's birthday today. Okay, there we She's go. Pam from The Office. Mm. You know, a lot of people love her. Some people don't like her, you know? There's people that don't like Pam. There's she's, people that hate Pam. She's the best, though. Like, see, I like Pam. How could anyone not like Pam? You know, people don't like what she did to Jim. Oh, that's yeah. You know, what? Yeah, you know what? That's yeah. actually fair. Yeah. So, I can see so, that. so, like, oh, there's a lot of people that are, like, really... They like Jim and Pam, but they don't like Pam. You know no. what I mean? No, now I don't like Pam. You just reminded <laughs> now me. I don't. You just reminded me why I don't like Pam. Sorry, Jenna Fisher. Happy birthday. I know you're listening. <laughs> uh, happy birthday anyway, uh, Jenna Fisher. So now, Cody, we're going to speed Stop. round. I'm going to ask you some questions. I need your I need your answers. All right? So first, we're going to start off with a would you rather question. Okay. Would you rather always have wet socks or a small rock in your shoe? Oh, um, wet socks. Oh, man. Wet would, socks? Yeah, 100%. I would be Imagine walking. Oh, that would bug the crap out of me all day long. Dude, I, like, you know that, like, sound? Yeah, oh, I that's hate true. that. That is true. I hate that. Okay, sound, my question is, feeling. my question is, can you move the rock anywhere in your shoe? Or is it just randomly clattering Yeah, because if it's in the Well, back, I mean, it's always, you can't, like, take your shoe off and place it. If you can, like, kick it around somewhere, <laughs> then yeah. But, like, you can't... 
it's, intentionally. It's a, yeah, you can't like move it with your fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can like shake it into yeah, yeah, into yeah, yeah. The, the position that you want. But it'll always inevitably get into an uncomfortable position. Like that's just the the nature of yeah. small rocks and well, shoes. Well, what about is it a damp sock or is it like completely soaking wet? Like, because that's where I was like, I'll I can, say I can do I could do a damp one, but like maybe I'll say you start wet. you'll start the day with it pretty soaking wet. But as okay. the day goes, gets... like you have to take them out of water in the morning <laughs> and put them on, and and then go through your day that way. So you start out with like the, but by the end of the day, it's just like slightly uncomfortable after okay. foot. Type, yeah, type never mind, never mind. I, I think I would do the rock then. Does it make your feet smell the wet sock? We'll say no because that's too much badness. Yeah, and it doesn't make your shoes smell. No. Does it make your feet cold? It can on a cold day, like in the winter. It'll make your feet really cold. Yes, we'll say. I can't get around that one. You gotta have cold feet in that. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta have. What if it's really warm? Will you have warm feet? I mean, yeah, they won't be like it's sweaty feet. They'll be kind of sweaty, but they'll be wet already. Uh huh. Yeah, mom's spaghetti. So, do I choose this for the rest of my life, or do I get to switch? Like, with, like you don't get to switch. Can I choose my climate? <laughs> you don't get to switch. Like, am I in Florida? You get to live your life. You go wherever you want. You're asking a lot of questions. Well, I know. I'm just trying to understand the terms here. Make your decision. <laughs> Hmm. Three. I wait. I can move two, anywhere I want. No, the, I, one. Uh, the rock. Okay. Okay. We've no, always... no, no, no. The wetness. <laughs> no, 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 no. What if I want to go barefoot? You can't go. Wait. What? Like, what if I live in Florida and I just want to be barefoot? Well, then you wouldn't have a rock in your shoe, would oh, you? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> barefoot doesn't work for this question. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm going wet. I'm going wet socks. All right. So, next question for you, Cody. All right. <clears throat> if you were a wrestler... Professional. Is this like a WWE wrestler? Yeah, we're talking... It's only yeah, WWE yeah, yeah. wrestler. If you say wrestler, you have to say Olympic wrestler in order for it to not be a WWE wrestler. So, this is a WWE wrestler. Yeah, right, right. All right. If you were a wrestler, what would be your entrance theme song? Ooh. You know what's funny is whenever I was, like, younger, I always wanted to be a wrestler. And, um... We would like me and my friends would go out on our trampoline and like do wrestling matches, and I always envisioned myself um, coming out to like some like punk rock song, <laughs> like. But now it's like I I can't even think of the the name of it. Um, it's gonna come to me here in like twenty minutes or something. Paramore. And then no, it can't be that. <laughs> it, I literally had like a set song where I was like, this is gonna be the song that I'm gonna like go out to. Because we would watch wrestling all the time. Oh, it's the best. It, it's a, it's the greatest form of entertainment. And you, and you like, <laughs> immediately, like, get invested in the storylines and stuff like that. As but, like, absurd and stupid as oh, they yeah. are. Oh, yeah. They are so dumb. Yeah. Like, the Undertaker's, like, whenever he's, like, dead. Like, he's, like, he's dead. obviously not <laughs> dead. But he is dead. But, like, he's so pale. How could he be that pale if he wasn't dead? So, I don't... I would have to think. Um, let's see here. You got one, Cam? Uh, I know the tune of it, but it would be some type. It would be some type of uh, classic rock song. But okay. the one I'm thinking of, it's like da 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 da. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what that but is. But it'd be like an ACDC song or something. Something oh. that is. Uh, well, like, I think I I would probably go with Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside. It gets me hype. It gets me hype every time it plays. So I'm like, maybe, okay, I'll, I'll, yeah. 
I would Mr. Get... Brightside, you'd go yeah. to. Oh man, you're gonna get beat up in that. Ring. I, yeah, I probably. You're, gonna, <laughs> you're not winning a lot of matches. That's gonna happen regardless. People are jumping off the turnbuckle <laughs> and elbowing you in the head, Cody. But uh, I thought you were gonna go with the SpongeBob. No, I no, no, no. I would not do the SpongeBob. <laughs> the it would Sponge, be a classic the, rock the dubstep song. Dubstep. Oh, I definitely wouldn't go with rock. I would definitely go with rap. Um, and like, I would okay. have, I would definitely have an outfit that was like a biker outfit. A biker? Outfit? Yeah, I have like a biker. Oh outfit. no! For everyone that hasn't seen Cameron, he's pretty small. <laughs> he's a pretty skinny guy, and um, I'm just like thinking about your your snowboarding outfit. Yeah. And it, like you had like the bibs, right? You had like the uh-huh. overall snowboarding thing. And uh, they were pretty skinny. And so that's what I'm imagining. Really? I looked really thin in that outfit? Yes. I felt like I looked like uh, the Michelin man in this like giant poofy coat. See, that's what you think you're going to look like in the biker <laughs> outfit. But that's not what <laughs> I see. I imagine like leather with like the frills coming off the arms. You yeah, know? that's and what the, I'm talking about. Exactly. I know. And I don't, I don't think it's intimidating. I think it's funny. I think it's ironically funny. That's why. <laughs> That's why it would be so great. All right. I think I would come out to uh, X Go and Give It To You by DMX. Ooh, it just feels one. like the perfect, like... It's a good one. I don't know that song. X Go and Give It To You. We Go and Give It To You. You don't know that song? Oh, it's the one. It's the one to co- walk out to. R.I.P. DMX. But yeah, hmm. I would walk out to DMX. There has to be a wrestler that has that already. That's how it feels like it there feels like be. a wrestler song. So like imagine me coming out to that, you coming out to Mr. Brightside. Yeah, and you're, right, you're right, you're knocked right. Knocked out. You are, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. That's accurate. No no question. X go and give it to you. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, <laughs> let's move on to the next question. <laughs> Alright. I thought of this question myself. Uh, do you have any tattoos, Cody? I do. You do have tattoos. I have a donut on my thigh. Okay. Um, Is it because you like donuts? I love donuts. Uh, me and my best friend, we like, we were gonna get tattoos one day, and we didn't know what we were gonna get, and we like literally went to the tattoo shop, and we were like, okay, we have to decide, and we were like, at the tattoo shop, at the tattoo shop, we were like, okay, we have to decide, and uh, we looked at each other, and I was like, okay, what do we both like? And like, we literally. <laughs> B- both said donuts, and I was oh, like, "No, this is not going to be good." That's so I literally have a donut like right here on my thigh, um, and then I have a uh, Bible verse as well. So yeah, okay, yep, perfect. Then you, you maybe will have a, an informed answer to this question. Gotcha. Um, if you were to wake up after a night of drinking with foggy memory, what would you Ooh. not be surprised to find on your body tattoo? Can I guess? Yes, a donut. Another donut. <laughs> Another donut. <laughs> Or like a cup of coffee right next to it. Oh, like, like, that's yeah. actually genius. That's actually genius. That, that is genius. Amazing. Yeah. And also, where would it be? If it was a cup of coffee, it would have to be by your donut, of course. Where would be a weird place to find a tattoo? Where would you saying? least? Where would you most expect it? Oh, oh, oh! To wake up in the morning and find. Uh, I mean, definitely my back. Like. If I wanted to get a ta- back like a, a tattoo, it would definitely be on the back, and like anytime I have drinks or something like that, I feel like I tell everybody like at some point I'm gonna get a back tattoo. So I think somebody's gonna come in and just like do a back tattoo on me randomly while I'm asleep. This is terrifying to even think about. It's not but... while you're asleep. You're you're drunkenly going to oh, a tattoo so shop. Ju- you're making a decision. They can't do that, though. <laughs> you know? It's happened before. <laughs> That's fair. It's That's happened fair. before. I think I had a couple drinks whenever the, the donut went exactly. on. <laughs> it happens, you know? So, Cameron uh, and I yeah, both don't have bad. tattoos. You don't? I don't, don't. have a tattoo. 
You don't have a tattoo? No. Do, do I? Do I? I'm pretty hardcore. You seem like you have a tattoo. <laughs> pretty hardcore. I get it. Interesting. Do you want one? I want one. Like, I, say, I make it sound like I have like a kid outside. Like, <laughs> like I have my kid. Like, <laughs> I I want to say if I was gonna get if I was gonna wake up with a tattoo, I want to yeah. say that uh, it would be something cool like Exco yeah. give it to you, but it's not. I already know <laughs> it would be the Mickey Mouse head. Oh, I okay. hate that that's what it would be, but it would be that, and it would probably be on my bicep. Show how people all the cool, cool stuff that I do. Watch that's Disney insane. movies and whatnot. That's probably what it would be. Hmm. If it was a night after a night of drinking, like if I woke up just like, <clears throat> oh man, what's going on? I look down, I would see a Mickey Mouse. Tattoo. You like go, you go to the bathroom and look in the mirror. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it would be like that. It would be either like on my arm or on my butt. Because I think it I would be so, hilarious yeah. on my butt. But I'm not bold enough to do anything like that. But drunk Terrence, he's bold enough to do a lot that's of stuff. Fair. So, yeah. What about what about a Taco Bell like logo? Like I, <laughs> you would like, do a Taco drunk, Bell. Drunk me would be like Taco Bell logo. Like that definitely belongs on the body forever. Like we it's a definitely good logo. need that. It's a good logo. That's my favorite place ever. So that's <laughs> my like, favorite it's, place. I'd ever. be like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, it's a good logo. You got one, Cam? Uh. If I get a, if I wake up from a night of going out with friends and stuff, uh, the tattoo would completely depend on who I'm with. That if you're night. with me, if I was with you, <laughs> which is most likely, right? That's the. Do you go out without me? Is that a thing? Um, not. not very often. <laughs> uh, How dare I don't you? know. <laughs> I don't know what it would be if it a was a Disney tattoo. We would we would get matching Mickey Mouse ears. I don't think it would be a Disney tattoo. I don't know what it would be. Um, I think you're one of the few people where I don't know what it would be. It could be anything. It could be anything. I think it could be a fish. I think it could Ooh, be um, a penguin. That's what I, I would insist on you getting a penguin. I think if I was like, if you were like, I don't know what to get, I'd be like. You're getting a penguin. Yeah, I think if it was with you, it'd be random. It'd be a, it'd be the wheel of fortune of tattoos. Yeah, that's 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 fair. If it was with Taylor, uh, who's my wife, <laughs> uh, if it was with if it was with her, I know exactly what I would not be surprised about. What would you not be surprised? You about? know how on the back of cars, how they have like a like a person, and then they have like another person, and they have like their kids, yeah, like the family, yeah. and then they have like a dog and yeah. stuff. It would be that. <laughs> yeah, like somewhere on my body. That would be the worst. That would, would be the worst thing to get. It would be a literal bumper sticker. That would be the worst. That would be the worst tattoo for you specifically because like every couple of years, yeah. you're like, well, we got another one. Yeah, we got another one. Because <laughs> you, you can't stop. Yeah, because I know. Then, like at some point, like your youngest kid will be like, dad, why did you get me? <laughs> And you're like, you, son, were an accident. Like, <laughs> you know? yeah. like some, that would, that's why that would be terrible for you. Then you, yeah, you can't stop. You have to get all of them. Oh, no. Like, my brother got his first daughter's name tattooed on him. Oh, yeah. And now Ooh. he has five children. <laughs> and and so, did he get the, did he fill in the other ones? Well, what, two of them, their name starts with the same letter mm. so he just did like down and sideways like same oh, first letter nice i don't know if he has the rest of them tattooed on him though they're too young to ask about it for now for now and for now one day they're gonna be like wait a minute <laughs> yeah yeah so i don't know did you ever think about what you what what the tattoo you would get took cody what the well i don't know so i i thought honestly have thought about the coffee thing 
like a coffee mug right by the the donut. Um, another thing would be like a pride a pride flag on like my shoulder or something. In like color? That. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, and then I don't know. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of anything else because now that I have like a donut on me, and every time <laughs> I use the restroom or go like or like put on swim trunks, and people ask me about it, I'm like. Maybe putting something on my body permanently is not the best decision. <laughs> um, so I'm like, eh, maybe it's not a great idea. Well, you know, inhibition's out the window. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So my that's question true. is, when you got the donut, were, yeah. you, were you drinking? No, uh, no. Not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. I think we went to brunch that day, and we had a couple of mimosas. And then we were like, let's, let's go get a tattoo. So I think it was a couple mimosas down. And then we were like, yep, tattoos it is. So but we, no. So we asked drunk. you a question where you were like, oh, yeah, I, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... Unfortunately, that like... happened to me. <laughs> my, my favorite idea for a group tattoo yeah. is one that I saw on a person that I don't like. And so, hmm. like, now I can't get that tattoo because I don't like the guy that gave me the idea for it. What is it? Oh, man, you're going to love it. I'm going to love it? You're going to love it. What do you mean? Oh, it's a great idea for a tattoo, man. Okay, so on his hip, like on his on his hip yeah. bone, he has a picture of a beer, um, a, a tilted beer, mm-hmm. and his friends have the same tilted beer on their hips, oh. so they hip bump and cheers oh. whenever they see That's each other after years. Though. Oh, it's so good! That's incredible. I love it, and I hate that guy. <laughs> so like, oh man, when he's telling me, I was like, you know, like, oh. Have you seen him do the cheer though? Have no, because seen... the thing is like. It's him and his friends, but they're all scattered around Mexico. Oh. And so, like, oh, man, though, that's such a cool idea. But I just, when he was telling me it, I was trying so hard not to show how much I liked it. Because if it was so, if, if you told me that, mm-hmm. I'd be at one. Where was I? Yeah. Come, on, <laughs> Come on. But I'd be like, oh, that's such a cool idea, man. I definitely <laughs> am going to get that. But nah, with him, I was like, yeah, it's all right, I guess. But yeah, it was really unfortunate for me to hear that from him. I wish someone else told me so I would get that tattoo. Anyway, yeah, moving on. Now that we know you, Cody, now that I've got to know you, Mm -hmm. I'm going to give a little bit of our background, and then we're going to dive into your story. Let's do it. All right. So me and Cody, we uh, met in college. Actually, before you got to the university, uh, we went to University of Southern Indiana. I was your amigo. Yeah. Yeah, right? I was your your orientation leader. Leader, not just like amigo, like yeah. Spanish friend. friend. I was his amigo <laughs> before, before he got to college. We were amigos, no, I was man. His, I was Spanish his, class. <laughs> yeah, no, I was his orientation leader. Yeah. So before he got to I the university, I wow. didn't. I think about it every day. Wow. I think about it every day. But uh, he then he came to the university, and then he joined my fraternity, mm-hmm. and so then we're now fraternity brothers. And back then, uh, when I met Cody, he was like the president of the Republican Students of America or whatever. And, uh, you know, he was also, like, the only, like, pretty conservative person in our fraternity. And he he was definitely not, like, shoving it down anyone's throat or anything. But, you know, he had his views, and he he was definitely more studied than the the majority of people who were just like, yeah, but what about this? And so uh, that was always uh, interesting to see those conversations unfold. And so I thought... Especially because, like you heard him say, now he's got he's got the pride flag he's gonna get on his on his shoulder. He's a, he's a straight man that just has a lot of pride. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, he, he's uh, now more liberal. Yep, and yep. Uh, he's he's uh, openly gay. Yep, 
I, and, I uh, went from Ronald Reagan to Harvey Milk real quick. Yeah, man. I, that was a quite like when I first when I first heard that you were gay, I was like, yep. very surprised. Well, it's funny because literally everyone that meets me is like, "There's no like you're straight. You have to be straight." Like, but I it it's weird to 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 think about that because like my whole life, I I always had that like trying to figure things out, mm-hmm. but like. Um, when someone like says, oh, I just didn't envision you being gay or something like that. Mm-hmm. My dad even told me that. Um, it, it's just weird to think about because it's like, even like other people were seeing that, like, I didn't know what fully was going on or like still trying to figure things out, um, for myself. But it, it's weird to hear, hear that. Right. So, I mean, it, it's interesting. It, it surprised me in the sense that I didn't know. Yeah. But it wasn't surprising upon yes. a second yeah. thought, right? Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, I mean, all right. Yeah. Especially considering, like, our fraternity. I don't know if you know this, Cam. I'm pretty sure you know this. We had, it seemed like we had the majority. Like, we were 100%. known as the gay fraternity on campus. Yep. Like, not my freshman year, because we didn't have any gay people my freshman year. But my, by my senior year, we had all the gay people. It, it was a majority. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was a... it was, even still, I went back and visited, and um, there's only one gay person in the chapter, and they're still yeah, known true. as the gay fraternity. Have no clue. <laughs> Legacy. 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 Exactly. And so, what surprised me the most about, I guess, this was we had people that were in the closet. Yeah. yeah. Um, especially in what I would consider to be, like, a pretty accepting environment of, mm-hmm. of, of gay people. Especially, like, when I joined, we had, like, a gay leader in our fraternity, and um, one that everyone feared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shared your name. <laughs> um, but uh, we had, uh, you know, we were very accepting. We had uh, someone in my class that was in the closet and um, now is married to a man, and and uh, we were all really happy when he came out. So I'm surprised. Like, what, were you completely aware when you came to university of, of, of how you felt or did you, is that something you discovered along the way? That's a good, like, it's weird. Cause I, whenever I, I came to, to college, like I never like really thought about it. Like I was focused on school and like I, I was focused on politics. I tried like using politics to, to, to kind of shelter my sexuality. Um, and I, obviously that didn't work out over time, but I just never really thought about it. And um, I kind of tried distracting myself throughout like my whole college experience. And that's what I did with the fraternity. Like I, I knew coming into Lambda Chi, like um, I knew the background of there, you know, there were a lot of gay members uh, in the fraternity. And so I knew eventually at some point, like people would be accepting of it. Um, my family was pretty accepting of it, but it, I still had this like, I don't want to think about it. Like I, I want to, I, I want to just like kind of live life and figure that out later. Whereas for straight people and like, correct me if I'm wrong here, like you guys kind of know that, like whenever you, whenever you, you guys are growing up, you kind of know what, what it is that you like for me. Like I had that whole period of time where it was like, um, middle school and high school where I was like, I really have no clue what like, I like like I don't know if I like guys I don't know if I like girls like like it, it was very confusing in my head especially so that's whatever like right after high school I was like okay I'm just gonna completely block it all out come just ignore it and like focus on school and obviously there were times where like 
that stuff would float up and you know you would have to think about it but I never tried to so mm-hmm. it was something that I always tried to keep like hidden away and that's so scary because like that that's one of the most dangerous things that like people in my community like can do now is like closet themselves and try to like ignore that feeling um so it's like really tough to to think about i was almost willing to do it Mm -hmm. um just to try to like pass time if that makes sense it was it was just a very strange time but um i mean now i mean i'm i'm happy and like i mean i i have a partner who my you know we were in the fraternity together um my partner we've been together for two years and we um we met in Lambda Chi six years ago or something like that. And um, we've been together two years. So it's, it's, I'm glad it worked out like it did, but it's, it's still something that's kind of different. It's a different upbringing. If right. That makes sense. Right. That's, that's interesting that you say, like, correct me if I'm wrong about the people yeah. being straight, knowing what they want. <clears throat> I think what happens, and I, I don't know if this is actually what happens, but it makes sense now thinking about it, right? You're told, through media, mm-hmm. normally, as a yeah. kid, that you're going to like the opposite gender. Yep. Right? You don't think about... Like, before I liked girls, I knew I should like girls. Right? And then eventually, I did like girls, and I was like, of course. Because yeah. you're, you're, like, watching Disney movies. Right. Or something, and you, like... Yeah, you, you just, put like, two and two together. Things. Yeah. 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 Or, like, you know, your parents are like, someday you're going to have a wife, you know? Well, if you, yeah, and if you think about, like, every movie, like, every romance movie out there is to you know a straight a straight couple right like you see those type of movies growing up you're like okay this is what you you need to be and that's how kind of i felt in middle school and high school of like okay um as i'm growing up i'm seeing all these romance movies like twilight's out there like right like all these different things that you know is going on and you're like okay you have to be that's the pinnacle of like what you want to be um you're seeing those things and and that's not how it is, if that makes sense for right. for people that are closeted or things like that, because they have different questions. Like right. they see other guys and they're like, "Okay, is that what I like?" You know what I'm saying? Right. So I think that's I think that's really interesting because I never really thought about it. Like, because mm-hmm. you you assume I think as a straight person yeah. you assume that you begin liking girls or guys, whatever, and yeah. you think, "Oh, this is yeah, of course, this is the way it should be." But what if like because the reality is you are told you should like the opposite gender through media yep. before you actually start liking the opposite gender. Mm-hmm. So what if, and I think that definitely at least our generation and, and past has definitely been under that assumption. But what if in the future there's enough media of like, you know, open and, and um, you know, there's gay couples in movies yeah. and, and, and especially like you can see it now already. And yeah. cartoons even. Um, there's like gay couples... And so what if kids, not like nowadays or in the future, start thinking like, I wonder what I'm going to like. Be like, I wonder, yeah. which is like a way better scenario in my, my opinion. No, I, I think that's what's happening is like, um, I think younger generation, you guys can probably see like how younger people are growing up so much quicker. Like they're I like, don't know any, they're, any young people. I also <laughs> don't have TikTok. You're the hippest yeah. person here. Yeah, I don't know. TikTok? Cameron has a puppy. That's the youngest person he interacts I, with on a regular I have a race. wife, and she loves TikTok. But she I'm knows not what's on going TikTok. on. I'm not on TikTok. I'm on TikTok. Not on TikTok. People no. say you need to download it. It's hilarious. I'll, wait, do you have TikTok? I don't have TikTok. What? 
Wait, what do you someone, do with your time? Where do you, you know, when someone sends you a TikTok, what happens if you don't have I it? I block their number. Okay, <laughs> just get to <laughs> I say, you're too young for me. <laughs> no, that's... Uh, I can... It, like, pulls up the internet version of the app. <laughs> the internet. Right? It like, does, yeah, it does that for me. I have a handful of people that yeah. send me some TikToks, and that's what it, exactly what it does. People are texting you? Uh, Who are these people? <laughs> And are you going out? <laughs> don't going don't you be getting tattoos them? with them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's uh, yeah. I, I I press the TikTok link. It opens yeah. Samsung Internet, <laughs> and then it it shows me the video. No, okay. So I mean, since I'm the only TikToker here, yeah, right? You're hip. You're hip. I'm yeah, hip. I get it. I'm hip. Um, I feel like young people are just getting so much. I have a nephew who's like 11, and he like <coughs> he says the wildest things that I wouldn't have even, like, thought about at that age. Like, he he got in trouble for cussing at 11. Like, whenever I was... Is I that I new? Cuss, cuss, like, for me, for me, that was... That's wild. Because, I, I mean, I kind of grew up in a more religious background family. And, like, we... we You didn't cuss. Like, you, you weren't allowed to. Like, and I remember, I think, the first time I cussed was, like... I think I was like 15 or 16 or something like that. Like knowingly like used like a cuss word. I was like, yeah. Well, if you it recall, I did not cuss at all. I never did in high school, not in Seriously? college. I didn't cuss one time. I remember that. And everyone thought it was weird when they found out. Now that, because now I do. I forgot all about that. That's but I so didn't true. cuss at all in, in high school or college. And no one ever thought about it because... Why would you think about someone not cussing? Was it, like, what? why, though? What, was that, like, a... Uh, the way I see it is... Why do you have to use that word? Uh, no, 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 no. It, it had, I didn't even think the words were bad, necessarily. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was, like, conditioned not to because yeah. I would get in so much trouble. Um, when I was a kid, we used to get whoopings, right? And um, what would happen is my brothers... I, I'm the youngest of eight. My brothers would make me watch South Park... Wait until I start saying a word from South Park. Yeah. And then go tell me to tell my dad that word. Oh, no. Because <laughs> they loved it. They loved, They couldn't get enough of my my horror and my pain. They loved it. They, that's what they, they, they kept it. They didn't even eat when they were children. They just thrived off of my pain. Oh. My, my siblings. So, yeah. I And so, by the time I was a, you know, conscious being, not just a baby, yeah. those words were... Like stricken from my ability to say them. So even when I was like singing songs or rapping or something, you they would just, just drop stop. out. They would just drop off of my tongue, and I couldn't say them. And so, um, yeah. And then eventually, the way I, that that broke was I moved to Turks and Caicos. I started speaking French all the time, and they would tell me to say things in French, and I would say them, not knowing that they were bad words. And then eventually, I would find out what they meant in English. And then I would you translate. <laughs> I would translate what I was saying in French to English, and then all of a sudden, like when I was doing that, I could say the words. Like it, it, it became really backwards. My, yeah. Yeah. my way of of doing that. But yeah, I think um, that's funny. But yeah, I think I think that you're you're right about the the younger people. It's it's weird. Like it's funny that you say like you used to get whoopings. Like that brought back so many memories. Like whenever I cussed, I remember my mom. Whenever I, I got whooped, she had this, like, little, like, steel spatula. It sounds really, <laughs> it sounds really, like, horrible. But, like, that's what she would use to spank me. Instead, like, 
Which is fine now. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that that's right, I'm not. horrible. Like, someone's <laughs> right. going to go arrest my mom. But, like, Was it no. the spatula that had the serrated yep. edge on the <laughs> And then she would go grill after <laughs> What do you want for lunch? At least you didn't grill before. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Put it on the grill and then, man. Yeah, I once got burnt with a fork. Ooh. Yeah. You know about this, right? I know about this. Shout out to my brother. <laughs> my brother put a fork on the stove and then he put it on my arm. Ooh. As fast as he could. <laughs> but I was so jaded by this time. I was like 11. Okay, 11 or 12. I was so jaded by this time. When he put it on my arm, my reaction was, ah, why did you do that? <laughs> and he took it off and my skin was literally bubbling. <laughs> oh my God. And he goes, ooh, that looks bad. <laughs> And that was my childhood wrapped up, folks. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think uh, kids kids are definitely like, I just had this conversation with Cameron. Yeah. When I go on the celebrity birthdays now and I look for them, like the top yeah. six are always like 16-year-olds. Yeah, it's wild. And they're, they're always like posing in this like, you know. Oh, that's why you. That's, that's why I brought yeah, this yeah. up. Yeah. What, what makes me more mad, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but the, like looking at celebrities like that and knowing they have like, are more successful <laughs> or have more money and they're like younger than me like so i'm like at the i'm at the age where it's starting to become like we're at the age where it's they're they're becoming you know younger and younger and successful or they're with saying TikToks the same age and man things. and we're like we're getting older <laughs> that's true yeah they're not getting younger man we're getting older I, when i when i see those people i honestly feel bad for them yeah. Because I just cannot imagine what the rest of your life would look like. How how warped your whole mindset would mm-hmm. have to be if if you're if you're because uh, I've heard a lot of stories of rock stars or uh, people who are ex- extremely famous a list celebrities who end up being surrounded by people who can't disagree with them, and hmm. they. I mean, try to think of living your life without anyone disagreeing with you. I'm wrong like 90% of the time. More than that. More than, <laughs> More that. than that. You're yeah. wrong right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm always wrong, right? And so being being able to have people around me who are who say things like, hey, you need to pick that up or you need to wash your dish or you need to do this, right? Yeah. Um, I think that's extremely healthy. And that's – you bring up a good point because like – Terrence said I, I was like a really big Republican mm-hmm. like whenever I was in college and high school and I think what what started that was like I wanted to be different from my family like my family was all actually like kind of Democrats and my grandpa was like a big Democrat and I was like I was growing up and I was like okay I, I just want to be different like I want to be able to argue on Thanksgiving with them and that's what kind of started it was like me me wanting to argue with my family and and talk politics and I, I i distinctly remember that of like whenever i first started getting interested in politics my family would be having like arguments at, at thanksgiving and i was like okay i'm gonna listen to what they say try to figure out what they are and i'm gonna be the opposite so i can do this in the future and that's how it, like what started it like that's so hugely off brand for like the world yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird like it's it's almost always especially like evansville yeah. and you know indiana in yeah. general for you to have liberal parents and then as the child be like well i'm gonna me, be the conservative my, my parents were, <laughs> my parents weren't really 
weren't really political, but my grandpa was. And he, my grandpa was, like, the one that, like, everyone kind of listened to whenever it came he to politics. He went to Woodstock, didn't he? He went to Woodstock. He was not liberal. Your grandpa was, like, a hippie? Is yeah, no, 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 no. He was not. <laughs> he was actually a preacher. So it's, like, okay, complete okay. opposite. But he no, he... It, it, he was like one of those like old union Democrats, like very just like kind of cons- he almost a Republican, just like very set in his like union ways. So like he would he would just go off about like um, Bush at the time, um, and he would just like which completely, one? It, it was the second one, um, w- which I met him and um, I'm telling you, man, this guy was a oh I, <laughs> I have a funny story. <laughs> This I'll tell that here in a second. Um, uh, yeah, my grandpa would just like bash George Bush um, and George W. And I was like, okay, I kind of want to argue with my grandpa because he was, everyone always listened to him in politics. And I wanted to be that one that was different. And um, that's how it started. Okay, going back to George Bush. This is, am- I love this. Um, Too much. So <laughs> I was like really involved in politics. I've, I've met so far two two former presidents and um the former speaker of the house and i have an incredible story of george w bush and i will tell this like till, till i'm dead oh man um, so good so we were at a luncheon and um george bush was like the main speaker at this lunch and um afterwards everybody kind of was able to get pictures with him and so we were in in this line to meet george bush and so i'm walking up um and i was the next in line to meet him and um i start walking up to him and he looks at me and for for the viewers i am i'm not the most petite person i'm a little heavier set um he looks at me and goes uh people in indiana must eat well (laughs) Yeah, like as a joke. <laughs> he said this oh as a joke. God. But I was like I was like, "Oh my god, George Bush just Man. called me fat." And I was like, "This is incredible." So, again, he was just I think he was having one of those like Bushisms, just joking with me. He's just living his life, man. Just living his life. His, he's not president anymore. He can call anyone fat. He can do what he wants, man. He's yeah, above he's the like, law. He must eat well. I said I said I sure do, Mr. President. And then literally got a picture with him. It was incredible. Man, I could just hear it in his voice. Just oh. like I could hear it. It's I can't do an impression because I'm not great at impressions. But oh man, I would love to what, just. What ticks me off is that like whenever he said it, I just like smiled and was like, <laughs> yeah. You were like, I don't want a picture with you, Mr. President. Get out I couldn't of here. say anything back. Like, what right. am I gonna do? He's the he was the president, right? <laughs> what can you do? He has a, his birthday and. A president's day, right? Like, <laughs> he has multiple days for himself. Man, that's crazy. I love that story. Yeah. I think that's the funniest thing and then, in the world. And then whenever uh, Paul... So I met Paul Ryan as well. He was at um, another luncheon. And this is another kind of funny story. We were at... Uh, in Fort Wayne. I had Ryan Steptonaga with me. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a fraternity brother of us. And um, a great friend. He's down in Evansville. And... Um, Evansville, Indiana. And so we were in Fort Wayne, uh, and Paul Ryan was the main speaker, the former speaker of the house. And I was like seated by myself with Brian, and um, like three or four kids come up and sit down with us. And I was like, 
what is happening? Like, are we at the kids' table? Like, there were all <laughs> these, like, adult tables, and then, like, it was me and Ryan and then, like, a bunch of kids. It turns out that, like, all four kids were Paul Ryan's kids. Like, oh, I was like, yeah, because, like, at the end of, like, lunch, he, like, came up and was like, were you guys good during the, the luncheon? And they just, like, left together. I'm like... We were sitting with Paul Ryan's Were they kids, all wearing just, suits? That's yeah, the I only swear, thing. yep. Were they? Yes. I was going to say, I can only imagine, like, a Republican, you know, member of Congress. Yeah. Like, all of his children, just, like, perfect hair, perfectly yeah. gelled to the side, red ties, blue suits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's it's, what I'm imagining. They were they were well-dressed. They, they were, like, the like quintessential vineyard-buying kids, you know, <laughs> from, like, the ads right, yeah. that you'd see. Classic. So, yeah. Um, and then Trump. I met Trump. You but, met Trump? Yeah. He, Trump is the reason I, I left the Republican Party. Right. It's we like, should get into that at some I, point. Yeah. It was, it was a rough presidency. That's <laughs> rough. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's get into that in a, in a bit. But for now, we should uh, do a little shout out to our sponsor. And um, yeah, so just stick with us. We're going to do a shout out for our sponsor and then we'll get back to talking to Cody. Yep. We will be right back. All right, this is a message from our sponsor, Sina 4 Brewery, the beer you put in the back. That's right. If you are ever having a party or an event in the Chicago area or even down in Indianapolis and you need some quality beer for yourself, you can look up Sina 4 Brewing and they will have that quality beer for you. Yep, and if you want a special deal, you can reach out to us on Twitter or you can just uh, call us or get a hold of us. And they'll give you a special deal on parties and events because they, they do kegs. And uh, they're, they're the best beer you can get. Uh, they, they won Farm Fest 2019, 2020, and 2021 Beer of the Year. So ever since they started, no one's been able to beat them out. They just they make the best beer on the market. And uh, I've, I've personally had some. It it was it was better than any big box beer you can get at the liquor store or the grocery. I mean, the stuff is great. Knocked my socks right off in those farm fest competitions. Definitely love it. Definitely love it. And uh, I want to thank Sinafor Brewing for sending us some beer uh, so we can enjoy during the podcast. Yeah, we we're gonna uh, eventually try to have an episode where we critique the beer. It it might just be us two. We might invite a special guest on who's a beer connoisseur, uh, but we're working that out. It could it could be us too, but yeah, sign a four brewery. It's the beer you put in the back. All right, welcome back. Now that you heard about the beer that you put in the back, we are we are live back with, with Cody. Our, yeah, back with our guest, uh, Cody. What's up, what's up? So, so something else we're going to investigate in Cody's past real quick is... is uh, his Republican history. He said he had a very different story from what I've remembered. Yeah. Or from what I've, you know, what I, what I would have guessed. Because typically, you know, um, you hear the story of the person with very conservative parents. And they're the liberal kid. And they, yeah. they try to bring them over to the liberal side. But you had the opposite situation yeah. going on. Yeah. So, my like I said, my grandpa would, was always, like, watching CNN and... Um, he was always talking about like the newest, like Democrat candidates and stuff like that. And I remember, like I said, thinking I kind of wanted to just always be that person to go against kind of what I, what everybody else was going toward. Um, and that was just like 
that was up until probably um, the end of college, and that's whenever I started kind of understanding kind of my sexuality um, and, and everything else about me. So I think um, that idea of just going against something was like there. Almost. But you were pretty well informed, right? I was. I was. I, I mean, I stayed informed and like, I, I mean, I did, I was on uh, the speech team and debate team in, in school and like, like, a, like academic clubs and things like that. And we would always talk about politics. Big nerd. I was a huge nerd. Uh, like, I I remember everybody else was, like, talking about, like, getting their driver, like, their permits and stuff like that and going, like, you know, driving, you know, around and stuff like that. And I remember I went door to door for a Republican candidate for mayor, right. uh, Lloyd Winnicky. Winnicky, yeah. Uh, he's, I love Winnicky, it's by me the way. too. He's Still. an incredible guy. Um, he's a Republican, but uh, he's a incredible republican he's he's very very moderate very progressive who are we talking about the mayor, mayor of evansville mayor of evansville yeah yeah right. sorry about that um, I, i'm not from evansville yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was trying to figure out <laughs> yeah so the mayor of evansville uh, his name's lloyd winnicky um he, he's a republican but like i said he's very progressive very very moderate um very much like i am now um i don't consider myself to be a republican now but um he he was just a candidate that I really liked, and he he kind of paved the path for me of like discovering like my true kind of identity and like especially my place in politics. Uh, I I mean I remember going door to door with him, like knocking and canvassing, like talking to voters, and um, I didn't have a driver's license at the time, so like I didn't have a way to get home and like. Mayor Winnicky drove me home like that day. I like a like a fifteen year old kid like going out door knocking and then was like, "Hey, I don't have a ride. Like, can you can you take me home?" Well, good luck. Yeah. Like, like, so I mean, like, kid, I I feel like just like everybody had different like um, interests, and mine was politics and right. stuff like that, and everybody else was video games and and stuff like that. And like I said earlier in the podcast, is I, I feel like a lot of that was me trying to kind of dis- distract myself of not of not like wanting to talk talk about or even think about like my identity or like my sexuality or anything like that it was me trying to kind of hide that and um it, that was my my way of doing it like some everybody kind of has a different way who goes through that journey um of coming out is whenever um, they, they have that, that kind of outlet. And so that was mine was, was politics and just so happened. I kind of grew up in the Republican, um, ideology whenever I was in, uh, middle school and high school. Right. I have a question. Yeah. What's up? What'd you learn? What did I learn? Yeah. Oh, everything. Yeah. (laughs) Well, um, I learned that I shouldn't, um, go with my guts all the time. Because uh, I feel like like you're you're saying distinct like your gut as in distinguishing between your brain and your gut exactly yeah. like I remember whenever I was you know discovering politics and kind of going along the Republican ideology and and becoming more Republican and getting more involved in Republican politics that was kind of my gut telling me hey uh, you should um, do this to kind of distract your brain and. That's not what I should have been doing. I should have been thinking about my identity 
and like who I was as a person, my sexuality, things like that. That's what I should have been doing. And I took my gut there on that, that case and just tried to get as involved as I could in politics. So why why did your gut lead you to politics? Because I feel because when I was in when I was fifteen or yeah. early high school or whatever, like you said, I I was playing video games. Yeah. I I was just I don't I don't even remember. I feel like I wasn't even conscious until I was past <laughs> the age of eighteen. That's what I'm saying. It's like everybody was doing different things, and I was I wanted to be like the the different person. Like I wanted to be that that person who was not out. You know out playing outside or like uh, playing video games or, you know, going for drives and stuff like that. And I wanted to be different. And I think that's always kind of been who I was. Like establishing your identity. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So you established yourself as like the Republican yes, I, politi- politics guy. I tried establishing myself. Right. And it, what's weird to think about it now is like it, it wasn't a true establishment, right? It right. was just like me like saying, okay, this is who I'm going to be, and, like, this is who I, I, I would like to aspire to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to be be in politics. I would like to run for office one day, do things like that. And then, but that's not, like, really who I was. Like, that's not who I am now. Um, so it was just, like, this facade right. of kind of, you know, me trying to establish a facade. Mm-hmm. So were you able to find one or two things that you liked about Republican politics and one or two things that you didn't like about it? Yeah. Or or more. Yeah. Just no. like did you were you able to find like things that you could parse through? Yeah. I'm great question. I mean, I I think there are a couple things that like still to this day like I I, I do kind of align myself with um in in Republican politics. One is kind of like um just the um uh, conservative ideology of money like just trying to conserve as much as you can. Like, obviously not, like, you hear about, like, the Bush tax cuts and, like, the Trump tax cuts and things like that. Those are really big things that have, like, really, like, divided income inequality in the country. And, like, for me, I, I was thinking of, like, okay, um, it makes sense that we, we try to, you know, lower taxes so more people can spend. Um, so I, I think that's one thing that, uh, I kind of agreed with, but at the same time, like, especially during the Trump tax cuts, like whenever I kind of more established myself as, as like a person, um, and, and especially identifying my own identity, I kind of realized, okay, it doesn't make much sense to, you know, keep dividing that, that income inequality over time, uh, because it's hurting people. And that's like one thing where I, I was finally like done with Republican politics. I was like, I would go to these meetings and people aren't like compassionate. Like it's, it's just kind of like the, the wealthy people. It's like a chamber of commerce meeting of like wealthy people who come in and, and they think obviously their taxes should get like lowered and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, well there's also people out there that are hurting and um, need help. So like, that's where kind of my ideologies were clashing of like, okay, I understand, like, it's good to be conservative with your money and, like, try to be, you know, as fiscally responsible as possible, but at the same time, like, you want to help people, like, be compassionate and, like, want to help people who are in need, and that's where, kind of, like, I was at the breaking point, um, and then Trump happened, and then, 
you know, it all kind of, you know, blew up. Uh, I remember you for sure. I remember when Trump was running, you were uh, not not in the primary before mm-hmm. the primary. I remember you just like, no, it's not going to happen. There's no yeah. way. It's not possible. It's not possible for him to be the candidate for the Republican Party. And everyone's like, yeah, Cody, because everyone else in the fraternity, of course, is like not Republican. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, no, it's, I'm not worried. It's, <laughs> not, it's, worried. it's not possible. And everyone's like, hey, man, your party's not looking too good right now, Cody. And you're like, no, man, um, Trump's not, not going to become. And this is one thing I was really, I always gave you props for. Because whether people like Trump or whether they didn't like Trump, as long as they were consistent. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a lot of politicians True. now, a lot of Republican politicians that, like, hated Trump, talked bad about Trump, and now all of a sudden love Trump. Yeah. And uh, you were not that way. No, <laughs> you I didn't like Trump, and then Trump got the nomination, and you had, like, an identity crisis. I did. It was it was crazy, because, um, like you said, like, through the Republican primary, I thought, like, okay, this is a complete joke. Like, he's not going to win. Like, I'm so used to just, like, this old class, like bush republicans like it's not going to be that big of a deal like the tea party's dying Uh, it's not going to be you know it's not going to happen and um he ended up winning and uh i did i had like this whole kind of identity crisis and for a hot second i did kind of give him like a chance of like okay maybe maybe i should continue trying to be a republican and um trying to just like hear him out and then um, over time, all those controversies during the campaign were coming out, like the um, the the grab them, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, grab them. That, that's you know. all you gotta say. That's yeah, all the, the grab them thing. I think that was honestly the breaking point. Like he, hearing someone say that, like, is one of the most like you can't it's comprehend very, it. It's pretty jarring. It's very jarring. If I heard Cameron say that, yeah, I'd be like. That can't be right. (laughs) Yeah, so I heard that, and then, like, I would go to a meeting or something like that, or, like, a community meeting, um, or, like, I would be with my volunteers, and they would, like, they would be defending it. And I'm like, this is, this can't be real life. Like, this, like, no one can defend, like, those type of words. Like, that's disgusting. You can't be, you can't talk like that. And, And then over time, just, like, people were getting more and more divisive. And I remember um, I had an office in the Republican headquarters in Evansville, and they um, I was working for a candidate at the time, and um, people would come in and ask for, like, Trump pin signs. And I wasn't working for Trump uh, or Pence at the time, um, but their office was right next to ours, and so they would, like, pass by um, to get the signs, and I, I remember, like, some of them would come into the office, and they would be talking to us, and they would say, like, some of the most off-putting things, like, you can say, like, calling, calling Hillary Clinton a C-word, and, like, oh, like, like, just random people, just random people, and I'm, like, I just can't be around, like, this negativity of, like, it's just so off-putting, um, and it, that's kind of where I kind of had that identity crisis, and, kind of broke away from Republican politics. I was like, I'm done doing this. Um, it, it's it's definitely not what I believe in. It's definitely not, like, who I am as a person. I don't want to be associated with people like that. I don't want to... I definitely don't want to hear people call someone else a C-word, you know? Right, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. that's so off-putting. Um, 
so I don't want to be around that. So I kind of distanced myself um, for a while. And then Democrat candidates have come up that I really like. Joe Donnelly here in Indiana, um, very moderate Democrat who, um, fantastic uh, Democrat. I supported him in, um, I think it was 2018. And I remember getting, posting on Facebook that I support him. And I got kicked off of like a board that I was on. I can imagine. Like <laughs> the boys you must have been on. The, the yeah. like I was on a I was a precinct committeeman at the time, and uh, the Republican chairman like emailed me and was like, "Okay, you you can't be a Republican and uh, supporting a Democrat." And I'm like, "I can't what like, I can't I can't support other people like people." You know, right. I think that's how politics works. It's like, yeah, you support a person, not a party. And, and well, I think in today's politics, you support a party, not a person. Not saying that I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I just think that that's. I think that that's just how the parties work. Yeah. And uh, it, you know, at what point, as people, do we say, "Hey, why can't we support people?" Yeah. I mean, that's ex- exactly right. Like, I don't understand. I've never understood, like, uh, what do they call it, um, down-ballot um, voting where you kind of just hit a block I'm a Republican, Republican I'm a Democrat, then, yeah. I forgot what they call it, but um, I've never done it. I, I've always hated that idea because, idea, I mean, you're voting for someone, not a party. I always thought that was opinion. weird. I always thought it was super weird because, like, to say – because what if there's a – crazy person and you're voting yeah. for well, them. My, I know that's never going to come up. But my like. problem is when I'm voting, I go in there and I, in the, it's in, I don't ever select the straight ballot thing, yeah. but I'm going through and I, in like, after I get past two or three selections, I'm like, who? I'm, yeah. I'm like, what is going on? And then I got to select like, and then we get into this section where, where it's like select school three board. out of 20 people. <laughs> yeah, school boards. I'm like, board. and I literally get to that point, And since I didn't hit straight ballot, I'm like, uh, that name looks cool. Like, I just start getting yeah, into true. like this game where I'm just picking names because <laughs> I'm like, oh, that person looks interesting. Like, like strictly based off of their name. Yeah. Which is I mean, totally crazy. It's, it's privileged to have a cool name. If you're getting into politics, you should change your name. That's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If you have something cool, I something bet, cool, something. I bet cool. you could win so many elections if your name was something that was iconic, like oh, SpongeBob yeah. SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine going in and for school board, you were reading the names just like John Smith, Ryan Smith, you know, and then you got to SpongeBob <laughs> SquarePants. You're like, he gets my vote, like. <laughs> No, no question. Sponge, SpongeBob's got some great, great ideals. Well, here. if you get three votes, one of yeah. them is going to be SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Oh yeah, and who knows three people running for school board? No one no knows one. three people running exactly. for school board. Yeah, but there's always like a person out there. For me, when you go vote, there's like one person out there. Is like I'm running for school board. One, I dude, I've never met anyone no, ever running either. for anything. I, I've never known anyone running for anything. When I went to vote last time, there was people like standing out there, like running for school board. Wait, they were out. That's illegal, isn't it? They have no. to be like twenty feet away from the entrance. Yeah, I think it's so. Like, they're out there with like, like a tape measure. They really do for real. They'll, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, you got to step out a little bit." <laughs> yeah, I'm like they're twenty six and a half yeah. feet out. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, <laughs> go I'm clear. Board. I'm clear." <laughs> 
They're waiting in line, and there's like three of them in a row until you're talking to them. She's like, you should vote for me for school board because I got for these me. policies. You should vote for me. No, you, you get past her, and the next lady's like, you should vote for me because I have the same exact policies as that person. Are they allowed to touch you? Like, can they like try to block you? <laughs> you're not going anywhere in there. <laughs> you going in there? You better vote for me, you know. Well, how um, do these people cover every single voting area booth? They don't. They no. can cover one location. You know what would be no. a good idea? What? If we all said we are the same person. And we went to... <laughs> oh, that's genius. <laughs> that's genius. We got 50 of us. Yeah, we got 50 of us. Yeah. That is... I would... I mean, that's a lot of trust. I would... That's a lot I, of yeah, brand I'm trust. trust. I'm going to go to it and just say the most off-putting thing. That's what Terrence Lewis. Your hair looks rough today. <laughs> you guys must eat well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's from like yeah, that would be I I would tr- I don't know if I would trust you, Cam. You don't? I don't because you sometimes you get on rants. It's man. worth a try. You no, no. You, I know what you say, and the thing is, I have left many conversations with you and other people, and other people will be like, Cameron's saying some crazy stuff, Terrence, and you're like part of the course. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like. Oh, was he talking about how streets should be private Which again? Which they should. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah, I'm not trying to have you out there and someone says something that triggers you. And you're like, you know, we should get rid of the Fed. And I'm like, no, no, Cam, I'm running for school board. <laughs> Come on. I'm Terrence Lewis, and we should get rid of the Fed. That's my school board stance. I'm just saying, I'm just saying when it comes to roads being yeah. private. I, own, I personally own multiple roads. This guy. My my driveway is a road. It is. In in I own a gravel path. That's a road. True. This guy. (laughs) We're not talking. We're not talking about. We're not talking about it. We're not talking about roads. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. We're not talking about. Well, that's a whole different podcast. We'll find a a roads expert. (laughs) A roads a roads historian. Who will come in and talk to us about roads? You know, if you if we want to talk about roads historians, most roads were made. We're not talking about it. Remember, <laughs> I said this different podcasts. <laughs> anyway, so okay, for me, I feel that if I had to rank my um, my my knowledge, not knowledge, maybe my informedness, yeah. I would say I'm like a six to seven out of ten. But That's even good. at that level, That's really good. Even at that level, I feel that it. It's impossible for me to identify with a a party. Yeah. And you as a person that used to identify with a party, and of course it's like, you know, you were you started very young. Yeah. Wait, and did it, that you, was part of your identity. Did you used to identify with a party and now you don't or now you do? I'm, uh, I'm... Correct. Right now I don't. Like, um, I, I just kind of vote for the candidate. Um, so I don't identify with any type of party. Do you think that most people don't? Like, do you think um, society as a whole now is just having a hard time? No, I think I think most society do, they do identify with parties. I I feel like, um, either like, like Terrence was saying earlier, like they they either grow up into it or something like that, um, or they they kind of have those are the closest parties to their ideas. Um, so I don't I don't think most society has that view of kind of just voting for the person but i mean well not as the person i'm not saying that uh people vote for the person i'm saying that uh they're just disconnected they're just mm. completely disconnected mm. where where they're just looking at this whole comedy show 
and they're thinking, wow, I can like they're just they 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 have way yeah. they have other things they're focused on, and they're just like I cannot identify with any of this. Definitely young. Well, some young people. I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of young people. It's very di- divided among young people. Like you have those that like don't engage in politics at all. Like they don't listen to it. They don't watch it. They don't read anything that they see on Facebook. They kind of just do whatever. And then you have like the other side of young people who are extremely involved um, and extremely engaged. um, And they're out there volunteering, running for office, things like that. So I feel like it's very divided for young people. Older people, I feel like um, a lot of people are engaged, but um, they're so polarized by parties. So like they, they have, they have their ideas, um, but they try to identify with a, a particular party. So I think, I think it's a mix uh, of, you know, engaged and not engaged people. And also I found that, um, I have a friend that's very liberal. He's, uh, mm-hmm. he's far, I wouldn't say he's like far, far left. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely open-minded. Like he, he'll definitely listen to anybody's, uh, conversation, but, um, I asked him like how he came to his conclusions, right? And he he opened my eyes to how a lot of younger people make their decisions about politics. And what it was for him is that he fell in love with the person, the character of yeah. Bernie, right? Yep. And so then, without like putting more thought into his politics, which it doesn't I mean like no one has all the thoughts about politics. Yeah. You like the person, and then you establish your yeah. policy ideas based on theirs. And so he just aligned, like, he liked the person and the idea of yeah. Bernie, the consistency and the integrity. Yeah. And then he aligned all of his policy ideas based on that. Yeah. And then since then, he's, like, branched out. And, like, he, he's made his own opinions and stuff. But I thought I, I didn't realize that that was the case. Like, for some people, some people might, like, oh, I love George Bush. All of my policy, like, all of mm, my ideas yeah. are based on his. And so same That's Bernie did that with a... A ton of young people. Do you yeah. think that that's how most people attach themselves to something? I think maybe that how they, they start, start with the person and then they get to the yeah. thought, as opposed to getting to the thought and then finding the person. I think yeah. that they, especially with people like that, are very charismatic or like that show integrity, which yeah. is very rare seeming in politics yeah. now. Um, so like Bernie seemed like he was just like an old cranky man. That wanted things to be right, like, yeah. and it's, that's still how he yeah. feels, regardless whether you like Bernie's politics or not. He's just like an old cranky man who <laughs> wants things to be okay, and he's just like complains about it yeah. aggressively. The best meme is that the mitten. The Do you think? Do you think that that's terrifying that people find the person that directs them to the politics as opposed to finding? what they believe about life and then finding someone that kind of fits that uh, for me yes um I, that that's what was scaring me about the republican party whenever trump came in power was like there was two different types of republicans at the time it was like kind of those old-fashioned you know like the establishment republicans and then like it, it was becoming the trump Repu- republicans and uh you could tell that there was kind of the divide between the two. And whenever he was elected, finally, it seemed like the party was kind of, you know, going along with him and not challenging what he, he was saying or, or not doing anything. They just kind of followed him. 
and that's what was like off-putting to me was like okay why is he able to say some of these off-putting things or like say these horrible things and people still will follow him like that's it's becoming like sheep in a herd like you know it's it's very very kind of a scary politics in my opinion especially like in the republican politics where you know they they try to say that they're they're for fiscal you know fiscal conservative values especially like traditional like religious values and then they have a, you know a nominee who says these horrible things mm-hmm. and you're like okay this is completely opposite of what the values of the party say of like you know trying to be traditional and trying to you know stay religious things like that um but he completely went the opposite way and still had followers so scary. Where, where do you think the republican party goes now because what you're describing the old the older yeah. fashion kind kind of got derailed yeah they're like and, afraid yeah. yeah and then now not just afraid they're they're almost like non-existent non-existent yeah. and so uh with it is now the trump era is almost non-existent yeah and so where do you think it is the next steps and then i have a follow-up yeah. question which is um is it almost a good thing now that the trump era is non-existent mm-hmm. it's almost like yeah, during the time period of him being around, he almost got rid of the old establishment yeah. types. And so now it's almost like there's there's an room empty void. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's room to grow now. Well, if you remember like the primary whenever Trump was like completely bashing Jeb Bush and like <laughs> making him to be like the most minimal person. He made him irrelevant. Yeah, it was, he made him completely irrelevant. And like, that's what he did on, like, a larger stage with, like, that establishment politics. Because Jeb was going to be, like, that establishment candidate. He was the one that was raising the most money at the very beginning. Um, he had, like, PAC support at the very beginning. Um, and then he made him completely irrelevant. And He was the candidate. He was for, for the longest time. And then um, Trump made him irrelevant. And then going forward, the Republican, in my opinion, I think they're going to still continue to be like this Trump era Republicans. Like, um, I don't think Trump's going to come back, but, um, I do think like candidates like Trump are going to like come or back. Or these people you know trying saying? to imitate. Yeah. People yeah. trying to yeah. build off of what do he you, did. Do you think those people are going to be successful though? Mm. Not if they're not as good as him. No. Like no. if they're not as charismatic as him. Yeah. It's weird. Trump was like a whole different, like, he was his own like ball game. It was it's so weird. You saw people try like during the election. Yeah. You saw Marco Rubio try to yeah. make fun of Trump, and then it just blow up in his face. Like every every candidate saw Trump's success, and then tried to like take their own jabs or try to get in that kind of ball game. Yeah, and they just couldn't. They could not. And and I don't know what it is. I think it's because like Trump is just like so used to being that guy like yeah. his whole career is being that guy you know yeah. from acting was <laughs> quote unquote acting it was he was saying like you're fired i want to be that guy you know i want to be the big skeezy new york businessman yeah. like that's that's his character that he always played so uh, you know when people tried to be that they immediately like lost points you know i don't think that the future I don't think that a candidate uh, in the future can 
play off of or be similar to Trump and do well anymore. Yeah, I don't think so either. Oh, I don't, I, I don't think so either. But what I'm, I'm more kind of excited to see what happens is like the future of the Democrat Party of like how they will, because um, we, we definitely saw in 2016 and 2020 the kind of Bernie and Hillary Clinton riff between the two, two like factions within that party. Um, see if they can kind of unify and with that many candidates that they had in um so many there were like what 16 or something like that an insane amount like hopefully in my opinion again everybody has different opinions um hopefully they're able to kind of unify that message of like they're still wanting to to be able to include those those bernie supporters and and those hardcore people who especially the young people who really just like they formed their political like identity based on uh, a candidate, yeah. like based on the candidate and um so like them trying to find a way to include them whereas like the republican party they've just become the, the trump party right it seems like in my opinion um do you think that they can include them because it seems that in the beginning that they include them but then they kind of block and tackle everyone yeah. out in order to get who they want and it seems like it's always kind of been like that for both parties yeah 100 percent. i for like, um, for Democrats, they've had like the, the the process of like super delegates has always been kind of really controversial in Democratic politics, politics especially in the primary, where like for example, um, whenever Bernie and Hillary were kind of facing off, Bernie was getting like most of the votes, but um, at the same time Hillary was winning all the super delegates, and so like. There was always that rift between the two. So I think... Because there's a lot of people that believe that if Bernie ended up getting the nominee, he would have won. Yeah, yeah. I, I And I can see where they come from because you would have um, two just completely different, like lanes that the country could go in. I would have loved to see a Bernie oh, would have been Trump insane. debate. Oh, man. Because Bernie is just so... Tired of it. He's, he's done. And when I say it, I mean all of it. <laughs> like, Bernie's just like, oh, no, no more of this. <laughs> like, he's just, he's just tired of it. So I could have just imagined every moment, every second that Donald Trump would be talking. You just see Bernie over like with his mic muted, just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, that would be a, a, a wonderful sight to yeah. see. Man, that'd be hilarious. There's actually, okay, so... This is this is way off topic, but it reminded me of we were talking about how many Democratic Republic, or Democratic candidates there were. Do you remember when they uh, started speaking Spanish? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their... I can speak Spanish. <laughs> Each one of them was just like trying their best to speak Spanish. And at this time, I was in Mexico. I was living in Mexico, and I was watching these, and I was just, it was so painful because I wasn't like great at Spanish at the yeah. time, but I was like. Ooh, it's, it's, so oh, it's so cringy it's so cringy like one of them spoke spanish fine oh, wait can you explain this to me was this like a spanish off? no yes it was a spanish, it was really off. spanish off but it was, everyone was failing it was yes bad. it was they all had this prepared thing and all my mexican friends said like aren't they running for president in the united states <laughs> why are they doing that it was so funny because they would like look down at their cards and then like repeat what oh, they wrote. Gosh. <laughs> so like, is that how people like tourists in Mexico, like whenever they come come and visit, is that how do they like try to speak like that? Like, do they 
try to to speak in Spanish? Like Americans? Yeah, yeah. Some of them do. And it's embarrassing, especially when they're talking to me. Because my English, I don't know if you know, is amazing. I'm great at English. Super good. I've been practicing all my life. But yeah, some people will come to Mexico, they'll see my name tag. It says Terrence, right? Terrence. Terrence. No, there, there was a time I said, my name is Terrence. And, and my, I had a friend named George or Jorge. But he would introduce himself as George. Even to Mexican people. Like, he would be like, soy George. Like, he would just, that was his name to everyone. And uh, so, you know, American people come in. They're like, oh, George, but what's your, what's your Mexican name? And he's like... <laughs> Jorge, you know, whatever. <laughs> and they would see me and they'd say, Terrence, but what's your Mexican name? And then George, who I worked with, would laugh hysterically because he's like, oh, his Mexican name. Which, fun fact, Terrence in Mexico is a hard name to even, like, hear or understand yeah. because the rust sound, the Terrence, that doesn't exist in Mexico. So when I would introduce myself, they'd be like... Uh, okay. And I would, have, I would have to eventually, and I swear this happened every day. What are you talking about? Every single day, they say, "Like, tell me your name," and I'd say, "Terrence," and they say, "Okay," and I'd say, "Terrence," and they say, "Okay," and then I would have to say, and everyone in the office would be staring at me. It's like you're making a sound that doesn't exist. Exactly. They're they're. It's like they were just like they spelled it out like, okay, so T E. T E blank blank A N C But then I'd say Terrance and then say Oh Terrance Why didn't you say that? And I'd say I did. <laughs> like, you did. I did but everyone in the office thought it was the funniest thing because it happened every day for two every years. Day? Every single day. The same people could not hear my name. I'm like, can't you tell my voice by now? But yeah, so I, I bring that up because you're going to Mexico. I am. I'm you're going, going to Mexico? Week. I'm going next week. That's exciting. Me and my partner are going. What, what do, you, do you have any plans? Any, um, any... Going uh, scuba diving. Um, is it turtle season? Not turtles. Is I... it whale shark season? What? The, what what's that? When is that? I have no clue. It's probably too early for whale shark season. I have no but that's clue. the most exciting time to go scuba diving. There are these With giant whales? whale sharks. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds, that sounds awful. It's the best time because that sounds terrible. No, whale sharks are the best. They they come around in like certain seasons. Kill you in in June, July, and they don't kill you. That's the best part. They just they just ignore you. It sounds like they They hang out with you. No, they can't. They do not. They are. I know you don't believe me. I know. No, they're not. I know it sounds scary. Whale sharks, but they're not. They're more whale than. It's a shark that's the size of a whale. (laughs) whale. I know. I know that's what you're thinking. It's more whale than shark. It's it's a it's a whale. That's the size of a shark. Two very scary animals. Oh, it's a whale the size size of a shark? shark? How cool is that? Okay, that's really cool. How cool is that? Yeah, no. Very cool. Whales. Whale sharks. They're the coolest. Did you say shark? Whale (laughs) shark. Anyway. It's probably too early for whale sharks, but if you're going scuba yeah, diving yeah. and you see a whale shark, oh, please. I'm Don't terrified see. of stingrays. Ooh, yeah. Because Steve Irwin? That. Yeah. He's Ever since Ber- Steve Irwin. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. If you're listening, Steve Irwin's children, <laughs> carry on. Carry on. But yeah, no. Um, yeah, if you go sc- anything else, scuba diving. Um, yeah. What are the... Um, the Inca, the... Gosh, I can't even... Not Inca, bro. The, oh, my Inca's gosh. north. Mayan. The, no, no. Yes. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about the, like the main one, the, uh, the Chichen Itza. Big... Yes, that's it. Like, that's my. I got Inca. <laughs> Chichen Itza is Mayan ruins. Okay, yes, that's where yeah. we're talking about. Time out. Okay. This out. is so off to off topic. Yeah. You're already but, really off but, topic. But we, but we, but we have to give a shout out to Mandy because it's her birthday next week. Oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday Mandy! Happy birthday. Mandy's, yeah. Mandy's or it's this aunt, week, by the way. Depending on when, depending <laughs> on when the podcast gets published, it's Mandy's birthday this week, and so uh, we didn't say that for celebrity birthdays. Oh, oh, happy birthday, man, Mandy! I'm sorry we missed you for celebrity birthdays, but happy birthday! Thanks for always keeping me current in Carmel. Yeah, Current and Caramel, and Feeding Us Why? Birthday Cake. Why is that not the podcast name? Current and Caramel. Because that's a newspaper. <laughs> is it really? I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh, gosh. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> no. But yes, yes, Current and Caramel is a newspaper, I'm pretty sure. They keep you Current and Caramel, but not as current as Mandy would keep you. <laughs> Mandy is the most current person in She's Carmel. up to date. Yeah, she's up anyway, to date. Anyway, Chichen Itza. So oh, you're yes. to Chichen Itza. Yes. Have you ever been? No. It's no. crazy. Cool? Crazy? Oh, it's great. Okay, cool. I actually, I found this fascinating. When I was there, I've been there actually like three times. But okay. I know it That's seems awesome. it seems to like to defeat the purpose. Yeah. Why I go there so many times? But I was just like around the area and I was like, yeah. why not just stop? Yeah. And um, people, and maybe you'll be one of these people. So I'm sorry if I'm making fun of you like preemptively. But um, when I was there, Super they would say, <laughs> we'd be on the tourist, on the, on the tour and the person would say, like, and this snake statue was carved blah, blah, blah years ago. And I would be like, wow, it's so intricate. And I would say, like, I can carve a snake statue. That's not cool. That, but it's not like, hard at all. Then they would say something along the lines of, like, before cardinal directions were even invented, they made this pyramid which perfectly points north, south, east, and west. And I'd be like... What? That's amazing. Everyone's like, could do move on. Legos. Show me another brick that was carved in a cool, cool way. And I'm oh, like, no. <laughs> right. No one thought that the things I thought were cool. Yeah. Were yeah. Cool. Um, like all, all the science things. But that's all... how I am, though, too. It's like, I'm, I'm honestly, like, my partner wanted to do those things. You'll do both. Well. You'll see both for like, sure. Th- those will be cool. I was kind of like, I, I wanted to go out to, like, the uh, Isla, Isla Mujeres. <laughs> Don't make fun of me. Oh, Isla Mujeres. There we go. You're killing it. You're killing it with your Spanish. Like, oh man, it's so bad. Um, (laughs) I'm super hyped about that. So that's you're going to Isla Mujeres. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. It's the best beaches. It it looks really. It's really nice. If you can rent a golf cart, you can. Okay. You can cross the whole island. Seriously? Yes. Are are there cars there? There are cars, but golf carts. I mean, you're not going to get a car. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to get there and find a car. Okay. So uh, you're. Well, no, no. There's like there's like like little islands where you know like cars aren't allowed. Like you can only walk places or like. No, there's cars. I didn't know if it was that. There's cars allowed for sure. Gotcha. You'll be able to cross the island with a golf cart. Oh. And uh, if you can get your hands on one, get your hands on one. It's it's a lovely place. Easily Mujeres. Isla Mujeres. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exciting. I, I always get excited when people are going to Mexico. I'm super pumped for it. Yeah, you might want to brush up on your Spanish. Though. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> I'm just going to Google Translate. I mean, that's the way to go, honestly. I'm going to be like the Democrat candidates. Like, Mujeres <laughs> <laughs> It was it was so it was painful to watch because I I watched it with my Mexican friends in the back office of my work and they laughed their asses off. They were laughing so like they couldn't stop. <laughs> and there was there was one candidate 
I'll even, you know, I'll say his name. I'll say his name. Beto. I don't even know who you're talking about. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah. You know that guy's not, Spanish? Beto, no, he lives in Texas. Okay, so this is the thing. So he probably spoke, like, words-wise, the worst Spanish. Oh, Seriously? really? I thought but, when I was watching it, it sounded like he did the best. He did the best, though. That he was, was the thing. He fast. Like, no, the thing is, like, okay, so Cory Booker spoke... Though he, he, why did he was, that guy even try? He, I have no clue. <laughs> that is so. I true. have no clue. He used the biggest words <laughs> like, that no one would ever use in Spanish, like "demonstrada" or something like. He like demonstrate. He went. He went big. He clearly just like Google translated a, a <laughs> sentence, oh, a sentence in English, and then read it without in practicing an academic sentence. <laughs> exactly without reading without. Tra- without like practicing at all the accent, and then he put the emphasis in all like every place that you could go wrong, oh. he went oh, wrong. Oh no! And so he had his speechwriter Google <laughs> Translate. He must have done it because every sing everywhere he went wrong. He he it was it was. And my friends were like, "What is he saying? What is he even saying?" Like he they couldn't even understand him. Pete but, did pretty good though. Whatever. I, did you watch Pete? I did, and I I don't trust him. I don't, you even, don't trust I don't even know who I Pete is. Pete, Pete Buttigieg. Oh, oh, okay. I don't I trust any. Pete. Okay, so I I can now speak English and, uh-huh. and Spanish, and I would say like half French. I'm okay. like halfway to fluent in French, right? That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And I don't trust anybody. Anybody that says like, <laughs> oh, I speak five languages fluently. Yeah, that's insane. Anyone does he that speak says that five languages? No, yeah. he doesn't. Uh, no, he doesn't. He says yeah. he does. Everyone he says he speaks. Five everyone's languages. done it though. No. Okay. Yeah. Guess what? I can speak five languages. I guess that's true. <laughs> like, that's true. Let me speak to you in Japanese and French and <laughs> Spanish and Italian. But the point is, anyone that says I speak five languages fluently, yeah. You, you officially lost my trust. I can have <laughs> Like, can you do one sentence right. in, like, each language? I can, I can speak one language. Hi, my name is Cody. Right. Exactly. And, and especially after he spoke Spanish, I was like, nah. <laughs> he doesn't speak Spanish. Like, if we went to Mexico together, he'd be like, Terrence. I need you. I need you to order my drink for me. <laughs> that's, that's the way I saw it. Well... Especially when I'm in Cancun, I'm probably going to be calling you and being like, hey, can you order this for me? Nah, like, they'll speak. On speakerphone. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, will you, you, gotta will get you the order crickets. this for me? You got to get the crickets. Yes. Yeah, they, they they eat crickets there, you know? Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, they eat crickets. God, I have not done any research. I no, mean, if you order mezcal. If you listen to our first podcast, we talk about eating crickets. Is that the first in Mexico. one? Or the second one. I don't know. You got to listen to all cool. of them. Yeah, they, they, um, if you order mezcal, they'll serve it with like a plate of fried crickets. I forget what the what we the have, name we is. Have is a, it good? We have a fact check on bad. the other episode about it, but in one of the episodes we talk about going to Mexico, eating crickets. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's not bad. It's it's um I'm trying to remember the name. Um but that's something I would definitely do. Eat uh, a cricket? I, I would. I would try it. I don't know. I don't know about a whole plate though. Well, if you liked it, then you would eat so the whole plate. I come from Evansville where we have the Fall Fest and they used to have like they don't do this anymore. They used to have, like, once a year, they would do, like, a weird, like, food item at the festival. Oh, no. And I think in, what was it, like, Cow 20... testicles. Close. <laughs> oh, no. uh, wait, what was it? Um, That's the only thing I can think of. Cow brains. No, cow oh, brains. No. They cow, cow brains. Oh, brains. Dude. We need to go to Fall Festival. It's I a would, wonderful time. I would time. not eat brains. Brains yeah. is the limit. At the Fall Fest, brains, you're not the same person. Yeah. Brains. It's weird. It's It's good. It's All sick. I can think of is uh, Hannibal Lecter. I think that's his name. Yeah, that's his name. In one of the movies, 
he like has brain Silence of the yeah. and he like puts it on a skillet and it makes that searing noise and then oh. it eats it and I'm I I, I don't I, the brain stop you're making me hungry <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we, they, yeah. they did they had turkey testicles like turkey like, testicles <laughs> it was like that was like 2013 or something like that oh my god I swear to god they sold out in like two days oh like what? The, of course during, they do during the festival like it Fall Fest is, is See, a different can you, world. Can you it even eat completely. brains and testicles? That's what I want to know. Like, is that edible? This is coming from the man that has bragged on multiple occasions about eating the male genitalia of conch shells. Is that a thing? Yes. A thing. And, and Cameron, and you're going to Mexico, which you should you should do it. I don't think they'll he'll be able to do it. No, what not in it? Cancun. In you know conch shells. Yeah. There's an animal inside. They the. the the like animal the, has testicles? It's not testicles. It's like the, the reproductive organs is served as like a, an aphrodisiac in, in Caribbean countries. Interesting. Yeah, and, and both Cameron, separately, Cameron and I have eaten these. <laughs> I've eaten these on, on multiple occasions. It's my favorite part about being out of the country. Yeah. Like, do you put like hot sauce on No, the you just, you just... I oh, hope you can hear that. Like I hope you can hear yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> did, not, did not like that sound. Man. You need to find someone. You need to find someone on the beach eating these things. No and, they'll, and they'll take them out of a bucket, like a water bucket, and they'll take a hatchet. He's and, not going to find it. And him. hack this thing open, yeah. and they'll just, like, die and fall out of this thing. And then this guy will take a knife, and he'll chop it up, and then he'll be like, you want the conch penis? And then you, <laughs> you say, the and then you say, definitely, bro. And then you eat it, and then you eat the rest of the conch in a conch salad, and it's it's pretty good. Incredible though. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's it's definitely an experience that I had multiple times. <laughs> and it's, and, and conch salad is really good. Yeah. Conch it's, salad it's is one good. of the okay. best foods. It's ceviche kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's even better than ceviche because I don't, I don't. I think it is ceviche. Is what I'm saying. I think it's like conch oh, ceviche. Okay. Conch salad is just like lime on conch. When I have ceviche with fish, I don't like it as much as with shellfish. Okay, that makes sense. Well, I like both, but yeah. I, I think I think that you'll you'll enjoy your time. I mean, it's gonna be wonderful. Anyway, I think uh, that's where we should wrap it up. Have a great time in Mexico, Thanks, Cody. Man. I appreciate um, it. Thanks it, for having me on. Of course. I mean, it's been a it's been a joy. Oh yeah, it was I it was wonderful. It. I I really appreciate you coming on to the podcast. Thank Peaches you. and cream. Peaches and everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> and and if you guys if you guys want a t shirt, hit us up. If you want a t shirt. We're, the more orders we get, the cheaper it is. So. For us, not for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Come on, Cam. You're spoiling the secrets. No, I'm just like we need orders. If we get uh, – if no, how about this? If we get a 1,000 T-shirt orders, we'll bump the price down. You don't bump the price down, right? You bump the price up. No, no, no. We, we'll, if we get a 1,000 T-shirt orders, we we'll will lower reduce the price. The price. Yeah. We will lower yeah, the price. I'll, I'll take five. I'll, I'll do five. Okay. Right here. Boom. All right. Five. We, have five, we, have five we, the, we have five on the board. Yeah. <laughs> we have five t-shirt orders. So if we can get 995 t-shirt orders. We will. You know what? We'll even include the free one that we're giving away. So only 994. Yeah. 994 t-shirt orders. We will reduce the price of the t-shirt orders by. At least a dollar. At least a dollar. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we'll see you next week, and uh, by then I'll actually be in D.C., so uh, we'll see you next week, but uh, have a great day, all of our core fans. Oh, wait, does that mean we're skipping the no, podcast? No, we're not skipping the podcast. Are we doing it remote? Either we're doing it remote, or we'll do, we'll record, we'll record, we'll discuss this later, Cam. 
We're going to have a podcast <laughs> episode at some point in time. See you guys. Have a good week.